are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Something else. Oh, uh, what were you yeah. looking at, or do you want to say? Uh, I was, Is it uh, private? Uh, well, if it's private and you don't want to the talk name about of the group, it. The name of the group uh, name in it is Everybody Sucks. <laughs> oh, so well, okay. I'll, I'll show you right there. It does. So uh, it is Everybody Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, just wanted to throw yeah, that one a, out there. But big let's list. talk some Arizona football because that's on the mind of everybody mm-hmm. right Absolutely. now. Arizona football. Including the, the people in your text thread there. Now, let me ask you this. All of whom suck, unfortunately, kind of like Arizona I'm football. I'm putting the gun to your head. Oh, right man, here you go again. Why do you you put the gun to my head once a week? And you know what's funny, too? I've never, and if somebody plans on breaking into my house, I hope I'm not making myself a target right here, but I've never owned a gun, nor will I ever probably own a gun. Yeah, but for somehow, you always have a gun. Whatever gun you yeah. have, you're putting it to my head. My, what, what, okay, Luke, what am I, what am I, Mike what? Luke, what's the gun to my head doing Mike right now? Mike Luke, the king of the theoretical. Oh, that's it. Yes, that's why you're in this business, uh, So, Dr. Arizona, Theater. Well put. Yeah. Arizona football, do they win a game the rest of the season? Oh, boy, if you had asked that to me last oh, week, yeah, which you I'm probably did you, with a gun yeah. at my head, I think I might have said yes. Now I'm thinking, oh, man. <sighs> nah, I'm waffling, and you can't waffle when there's a gun to your head. Right. But I'm going to say no. Uh, although I think <laughs> part of me thinks they can beat Colorado. So they're going to go into the offseason then at, by John Schuster with a— mm-hmm. 24 or 23 or 24 game losing streak that in the modern era is remarkable yeah it is 23 or 24 uh, game losing streak right. is oh it's it's I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's 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 horrendous I, yeah. I don't know it's that you, epically yeah gruesome. I mean, well right and the thing about it too i don't know that you're going to see a major college program with this many losses again because you always have a gimme at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year which right. nau is supposed to be i was looking even uh, i was talking to our good pal nate rady who uh, oh. popped onto the podcast a couple times a few oh. months back and remembered that in the 80s think it was the 80s could have been you know 80s 90s somewhere in there there was a long period of time where oregon state was horrendous mm-hmm. Uh, and tr- I tried to look at some of their records to see if there was a streak that matched this. And they had a lot of 18 out of 19. Yeah. They had that's that like a big a, difference, yeah, though. But, I mean, it's crazy but, but, but yeah, if say, you're, yeah. you're looking at the prospect here of, you know, getting, getting, you know, being in positions where they'll have know, a, it, it's obviously bad, but the level of bad could be. Well, the problem is they're actually, if they go into that, if they go into the offseason with the 24 game losing streak, they're four away from the modern record for losing streaks by a uh, Power 5 football team. Wow. Okay, wow. That's um, not a distinction. Vanderbilt? Uh, or Kansas? No, I don't think it was either Kansas one. State. I think it was Duke. Okay, I could buy that. I could <laughs> I buy Duke. Say, I could <laughs> buy Duke. Yes, I could, I could, I could go with that. I was gonna, it's a short list. Right. And I was going to work my way down. Now, if you're listening to the Locked On Duke podcast, right. they're saying, hmm, so what are the chances that Arizona could beat out? Oh, Duke I, I apologize. <laughs> I did not mean to slander the Duke Blue Devils oh, in no, such a you, manner. Oh man! You know what? All right. I Sorry, got this Duke in front folks. Of me. By the way, the reason I'm feeling up and up right now is mm-hmm. because I just consumed a built bar. You clearly you did. I mean, so that I'm feeling good right mm-hmm. now. All right. So here in the modern era, I'm not counting stuff from like the cardboard okay. helmet era, all right, or right. anything like that. That doesn't mean anything to me. All right. 
There is one team, uh, the Duke Blue Devils from 99 to 2000. Wow, Duke in a, this is a remarkable string of futility here. Duke holds two different 20-game losing streaks wow. within a 10-year period. Wow. From 1999 to 2002, the Duke, uh, the Duke, the Duke levels, the Blue Devils lost 23 straight games. Then from 2005 to 2007, they lost 22 straight games. Duke, during this era especially, gave new meaning to the term basketball school. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it did. Everybody's been trying to aspire to that sense. Yeah, I mean, all right. But uh, then you look at it, and the next there's only one more Power Five uh, program that has long a longer losing streak in the modern era, and I actually feel comfortable saying that Arizona will not reach this. Although I haven't looked at the schedule next year, I'm hopeful that they can beat NAU. Um, well, they won't play NAU. Well, will they? They'll, they'll play somebody akin to NAU. All right, I'm. I'm, I'm but nevertheless, I, right, I'm a directional school that they ought to be Christian able to knock off. Right, right. Northwestern from 1979 oh, to 1982. How many games do you think they lost? Wow, 79 to 82. You're looking at 11 games a year. 79, 80, 81. You're already at 33, 82. Let's say 39. Well, yeah, I actually gave it away by giving years. Yeah. Oh, uh, am I in the neighborhood? They lost 34 straight okay. games. That's, right. I don't think Arizona is going to lose 34 yeah. straight games. They'd have to almost double up mm-hmm. what they've done now, and that would be Man, if they lose 34 in a row, then then you're looking at uh, them being on their on two coaches since Jed Fish Would you was say here. that if Jed Fish were to start out his career 0-22? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let me ask see, you this. See, not not tell you what, this is an interesting... What if, if Jed Fish loses the, every game this year, which mm-hmm. I think is a very legitimate possibility, Absolutely. and he loses every game last, next year, mm-hmm. can you bring him back? Sure. I mean, can you? Well, yeah, no, will, sure. Will, will, that's a good they? question. Will you? Un- <sighs> see, uh, that... Uh, boy... You're gonna you're gonna be under well, part of me was saying you're going to be under a lot of pressure, but the pressure is does anybody care about Arizona football when you've lost that many games in a row? I was thinking that there's a very real possibility instead. Let, let me let me be optimistic here, that there's a decent possibility that Jed Fish could start his collegiate football career three and twenty one, and you feel good about the team moving in the right feel- direction. <laughs> So true. Yeah, uh, and and because you know now you can look at their quarterback situation and say, well, we might have been able to pick off Colorado, but McLeod was hurt, right, right. and might have been picked out off Washington State and Cal, but McLeod was hurt, so we had to go to a you know you can you can spin it a little bit. Right. Uh, then you come into the next year and, and and you bring in some other people, but you're still undermanned. And you're still trying to figure out your quarterback situation, and maybe the Pac-12 South is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you start, if, if it looks like there's improvement, uh, then I can see Arizona being a three-win team next year, Fish being three and twenty-one. But you look at who they're recruiting, some of the young talent, and start to think maybe they're not far from turning hey. the corner. So you got to stick with them. Uh, so. You know that that that'll be an interesting thing. He's uh, I don't know if that's an interesting thing or not, but I can see that as a as plausible that that could be the scenario that uh, we're facing down the road here. Here's Arizona's football schedule for next season. Okay. Now you're right; they don't get NAU. So, hold on a second. Let me respond to it. Uh, text real quick. Okay, is this in the uh, suck? Uh, everybody in this, sucks. In the su- yeah, because everybody I just asked, thread. I just said, if Fish loses every game this season and next season, does he reach year three? It's not an optimistic question, but... <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's your Arizona's out-of-conference schedule next year. 
uh, at San Diego State. Okay. Most likely a loss. Yeah. Mississippi State. Oh, oh, what? Right. They have Mississippi State yeah, on the yeah, schedule? Yeah. You know that they get Alabama in like seven or eight years, They right? do not. They do. They know they do. They have a home-and-home home with Alabama. Holy and when Alabama, crap. Yeah, I mean, that's that. in all fairness, that is a lot of time to hopefully get at least yeah, yeah, decent. Yeah. Right, right. To be. And Nick Saban might be dead by the way. <laughs> so we hope not. We hope not. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. we, not we, we're we not looking to push him out no, the door. No, Apparently you want to push him six feet under, which right, is even worse. Sure. We want him to retire for a number so, of years. So those games are most likely lost. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, then you have North Dakota State. Oh. Yeah, that's your oh. NAU game, right. Wow, and they're much better than NAU. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's a bad, as our friend Jacob Franklin uh, was telling us, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know if you were listening at the time, but he said, and it's a bad NAU team. They're like 0-3 in the big sky oh, or something. Oh, man, wow. Right. So this isn't good. Um, that's not a good out-of-conference schedule for a team that's now, looking although, to get off the this, this has been one of the things that we're, 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 we're close to a break here. I actually want to address the schedule thing a, a little bit and something pertinent to the schedule that might that, that, that might play some sort of role in getting the Arizona fan base a little bit more engaged. Do you mind if we tackle yeah, of that course, do on it. the other side? Yeah, let's do it on the other side. We're all the, Also, I'm making these like pauses a little bit longer just because they're easier for me to find when I have to put in the ad locator. Probably should have been something that I told Schuster off-air, but you know what? We're letting you into the inner workings. Nobody cares. Locked on. Yeah, so what? I wanted to say it. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Shoe, go. Oh, okay. We were talking in the last segment about Arizona's schedule next year. Uh, and one of the teams that's on that schedule is Mississippi State. Uh, a, a, a good program in the SEC that is much more advanced than Arizona at this stage. However, think back, and, and, and this was one of the irritations I had about Arizona's, frankly, it's Arizona's basketball schedule and Arizona's football schedule. Think back to the games over the last 20 years at Arizona Stadium that ranked as some of the most entertaining. And what were they? I'll give you two. All right, go ahead. Because I know you're uh, This is a rhetorical question. Iowa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. maybe Wisconsin, Okay. Yeah. What, what do all of those three have in common? They're all decent pro. They're, they're all top 25 programs, top 25 at the time coming into Arizona Stadium. They have good fan bases who brought some people out as well, but there was a stadium engagement where your team might be able to pull off an upset mm-hmm. in one of those matchups. Those are the games, and they're limited because you can't do anything about your Pac 12 schedule. You don't know who's going to be good, who's coming into here. But if you can in- include a Good team, not a juggernaut like what Stoops endured when he had LSU on the schedule. I think Makovic had this too. There was LSU on the schedule, and, and they strung all these together. And then you know they, they they were all top ten teams somehow, and Arizona wasn't ready for that. But if you can find one good Power Five program that you can do a home and home with, I think it I think it helps to engage the fan base a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when Arizona's fan base was engaged a little bit more, this obviously helped 15 or so years ago. But I like the idea of having those kinds of teams here that make make that kind of game interesting where if you're trying to take a leap, you're trying to move up the ladder a little bit, and obviously that's what Arizona's trying to do, you bring those teams in here and see how 
how you stack up on what you can do, and maybe you can pull off an upset or be close in an upset, and it gets the crowd engaged. Right. And and it's an exciting football game. It's much easier to back the A in a situation like that. If you say so. Uh, and I think uh, I think those are occasionally, and I'm not saying necessarily that the crowd's going to come out anymore to see Mississippi State, or the crowd's going to come out anymore this to see. This sounds really bad. You know, I mean, I don't think you and I would subscribe to this, but do you think, in a weird way, the notoriety that would come for Arizona football from continuing to lose so many games would almost get people kind of like it's kind of bittersweet when Arizona does win its first game. Uh, yes, yes, I think I think there's a lot to that, and we saw that over the weekend when the Connecticut UMass game got the publicity that it did, did because those were two teams on record levels of futility, uh-huh. and they got they got a lot of pub out of that game right. because one of them had to win. Right. Arizona's in that position right now, so yes, we want Arizona to beat Colorado. There's a certain whoo that's finally out of the way. Now we can see what happens, but. When these things get as long as they do, you're probably not going to see that again in your lifetime. Right. And, and so there's a party who's like, well, you're already at 17. Want to go for 18? Want to go for 19? Can you get it to 20? You know, there, there's a certain odd, almost morbid component about that. Right. Uh, that, and I can see that uh, gaining some traction. Uh, not just locally, but perhaps on a larger level. It's obviously not something that a hardcore Wildcat fan wants. It's obviously not something that the coaching staff and the players want to endure. Right. But, you know, I, I think there's every reason to believe you could get some publicity based on that. Yeah, and yeah, here's, here's, a, here's my next Is question. all publicity good publicity? Well, yeah, can you recruit to that? Is it like a recruiting pitch? Well, yeah, sure. Absolutely, because it's the same recruiting pitch that Jed Fish is doing anyway. The recruiting pitch is you're going to get playing time. We're going to turn this thing around. You're going to be at the ground floor. Uh, and you're going to be able to do that, and you're going to be able to talk to people about this for, you know, 20 years. You were the one who turned Arizona football around. Mm-hmm. In fairness, you know, depending on who the coaches are, there are a multitude of programs that also are bad and have been bad and have no tradition and have been and have significantly improved they have gone from they aren't top five programs but they they are they can be top 15 programs Uh you know 15 to 25 ish and they can be competitive among them and and in no particular the best example is bill snyder at kansas state kansas state was horrendous kansas state was awful right And, and bill snyder made them good legitimately good right. sometimes you know you you could go through the numbers if you wanted to how many times they were probably ranked in the top 10 they probably they were never going to be oklahoma they were never going to be texas but they were going to be good right and he recruited good players and knew how to coach good players and kansas state was a legitimate football program when he was there that's mm-hmm. good what fitzgerald despite northwestern having a significant down year this year what Fitzgerald has done at Northwestern is remarkable. Mm-hmm. There was a brief period of time. It was very brief. I can't remember the coach's name. Chambliss or something like right. that. Apologies to the folks at Duke out there who had Duke as an eight-win program right. briefly. Mm-hmm. You know, there no, are... No, Cutcliffe. That, yeah, th- yeah, thank you. Chambliss. Yes. Um, and so, so, but, so can it happen? Yes, and it had Franklin at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Franklin had a little bit of success at Vanderbilt. Right now, what Mark Stoops is doing at Kentucky... Right. It falls under this category. It can be done. Right. So can it be done at Air? Washington State. Washington State won with Price and Leach at times. Right. You know, so, you know, it's it's possible. 
is Fish the right guy to make that happen? Maybe. Right. And and I know the NAU game is awful. It's embarrassing. It sucks. Beyond that, I really... It, it's so early, and we know there's a dearth of talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if... You know, we aren't going to get any gauge out of what Arizona is or can be until Fish gets some of his players in here and you look at whatever potential is there. Right. As long as we understand that, then there's a little bit of patience that goes into the equation, and hopefully you see some improvement. That said, one of the really frustrating things I thought about the about the I'll, UCLA game— I'll tell you what. Why don't we use that as a tease, and we'll, we'll talk about that Wednesday. If that I'm happy to do that, Mike Luke. All right. I'll tell you what. That would— if you wanted to put a fantasy pick on us not finishing that subject, you would have gone to prize picks, and they would have been the one that would have taken it up. They have and, the analytics on right, the Right, they have the analytics, podcast. and you know what? If they had analytics on uh, uh, sweat block, mm. it'd be the same thing. We'll be back with you tomorrow.